call the roll again. Trustee Zorthian? Here. Trustee DeVries? Here. Trustee Hernandez? Here. Trustee Jensen? Here. We have a quorum. Thank you. And there is a single item, which is this little packet that you have at your place. Um, in um, the act um, on the approval of the San Leandro Hospital medical staff bylaws and their um, sort of revisions, which is a, you see the, um, the summary here and then the full document is in your packet on, on um, web board effect if you want to see it. Um, there is one thing that is that needs correction that I know of at the moment, um, which if you want to know is Page four, is it? Oh, okay. Um, where it says, it, on yeah, on page four of nine, the article, whatever it is, on page 31, it says, where it says 180, and then the 180 is crossed out, and then it says 90. The words 180 need to be changed to 90. Other than that, I have no additions or corrections. Anybody else have any comments or questions about those? So now I do have the right document, and yes. I'm going to ask my question. Um, I'm concerned for page 92, it's article, I guess, 11. Um, I understand the intent is to provide uh, some way of uh, supporting a physician who is identified as in some sort of difficulty and the internal committee determines pretty much the outcome of whether or not this individual will come back into contact with patients. Um, that's fine, but, but do we think there's any value in having an external body be helpful in reviewing that? I don't know what that body would be, but if we're looking at someone internally don't we run the risk of our own bias, our own knowledge of that person, our own, you know, relationship with that person sort of uh, potentially coloring the way we see that? So in this day and age where so many individuals, you know, in hindsight, they say, oh, yeah, that pilot was kind of depressed, but, you know, we thought he was okay, you know? Uh, or whatever, you know, think of any of the big news stories that we've all heard of. I just don't know that I want to leave that only for internal review. And if there isn't any way to do that appropriately externally, uh, maybe it's simply a contractor, a separate outside vendor, uh, an employment attorney or a, a therapist or someone that does some measure of analysis, evaluation, assessment, that this person is really ready to be in contact. That's my thought. Yeah, and, and just to be clear, the, the language here does not preclude that happening. It basically provides that the committee will monitor. And, you know, I understand that in some instances that monitoring, you know, very well could include outside resources if if that was determined to be most appropriate to the particular circumstance. So what you're asking for is included here. The, the thing that this does not require that, I think that, so just to be clear. Uh, page two, 
and it's of the, of the nine, and it's a, a, about the well-being committee essentially, and how those function. Committee is um, uh, taking any action. It's mostly at the recommendations of uh, the MEC that has been assigned a physician or a physician who has been uh, impaired by um, substance abuse or those are the uh, doctors that we usually monitor in well-being committee uh, or they have self-notified. So I think they do a really good job. I'm, I'm talking for um, um, San Leandro Hospital and it was proposed that maybe they could be a part of the bigger system because they've been doing a really good job and we had a big discussion in San Leandro about um, kind of notifying state for certain things which state doesn't want to know but we still want them to know about it so they can come back and say hey you know about it and you never told us so uh, but I really have to dig deep into it and to see I'm pretty sure there has to be a clause where the physician is not in agreement with any of the decision made that they have the opportunity to ask for an independent review and I have to really look into a um, into uh, uh, the bylaws if that condition is there. Peer review, to, uh, as far as peer reviews are concerned, we, a few of the physicians have their peer review done outside to be, to get an unbiased opinion about their uh, work at the certain departments, and we have done that in the past as well. So I, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not that the committee came up with a decision and now you have to take it. I think there probably is a process. Uh, I know, especially in peer review, there's a process where they can ask for independent review. Joe, did you have any? Well, yeah, a couple of things, if I may. The wellness committee is intended to be as independent from everything else as possible. Mm -hmm. And so when you look at how to populate a wellness committee, you don't want folks who are in a managerial position over anybody or have voting. To, at, mm -hmm. So you want it as clean and as neutral as possible so that that's pretty much the only thing that they're doing. Um, and it's intended to be a, a resource. At, and then we've struggled with using it as a resource as opposed to a policing agency. And we really want it to be a resource as opposed to, you know, a, a, a group of people who are passing judgment. Um, the other part i got to tack on as a psychiatrist, we have to be really careful about medical conditions being treated the same across the boards. And so if we said someone comes back after a period of chemotherapy, would we need an external review to say that person's ready to come back? You, you see where I'm headed, as opposed to a psychiatric condition where we would want to single that out and require an extra step. So just a word of caution you know, about that. I think your point's well taken that it's, it's a, a struggle between the objectivity and the loyalties and, and all of that, and you're absolutely right about that. I also believe, by the way, that it's actually mandated in the state of California, at least, that we have a well-being committee and that it be as neutral as possible right. with opportunities to ratchet up the degree of supervision and oversight mm -hmm. as if it's needed. Deepak? I do want to uh, say that also, that um, the well-being committee mostly uh, oversight the plans of outside agencies as well sometimes as they're going into different programs they bring the report from the program and 
and the well-being committee is just monitoring that they got all the information, they're doing well, they're not engaged in any kind of other problems, and so on and so forth. And also at the same note, they, we do ask physicians to get uh, fit to work, which is an independent review uh, from an outside physician who evaluates the, patient, the doctor and, and kind of give them, give the instruction whether he's ready to come back or he's not ready to come back. No. No. So, so my, my microphone is creating a feedback. Uh, so, so all I'm trying to say is the concern I have is that I would like not to have to quarterback an event later, right? So when I hear something like this as it's, you know, we're trying not to be police, I get it. I totally get it. And in just our due diligence to make sure that an individual who's gone through something, whether it's addiction, a psychological breakdown, whatever it is, I think when we have internal people doing that review, we run the risk that our own knowledge, our familiarity with that person begins to cloud our judgment. And if I want to be extra careful, I love this idea that they have to go to a fit review or doctor's fit review. That's great. If we can make that more consistently the case, I would rest easy because the last thing I would want on our shoulders is that we allowed someone to come back before they're ready and something happened. That's all. Anyone else have any um, other or the same issue with uh, the San Leandro bylaw? Oh, I was just curious why um, you had to go back out for, you put it here, more additional research. I assume you mean additional outreach. Um, people didn't vote on them? Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. There was uh, an, not enough uh, ballots which were back from the active medical staff because you can only count the active medical staff voting. Um, but after review by our chair of the bylaw committee that we were still under the guidelines of approval for this uh, um, changes and that's why MEC approved it last time. So that, that wasn't a, a sign of a dissent or anything like that? It's uh, no, it, 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 more, the, more the language was very tricky so you know this he even commented that he had to uh, read it 15 times and he finally got it while he was taking shower. Who's he? <laughs> Dr. Chu. Oh, okay. Uh, so, I, you know, what happens is people, it's not that people are voting no, they're just not voting. voting. Right, right. And they're just not voting because they don't read their emails and they right. are, right. you know, That's can't be bothered. Right. And, not yeah. <laughs> That's what I, yeah. That's what I, yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, is that all the questions? So, can we approve? Do I have a I make a motion to approve them. Okay, all those all right. in favor? Aye. Aye. All right, um, no one opposed. The San Leandro revised bylaw, medical staff bylaws are approved. I like the removal of Sutter. Yes. <laughs> okay, so then um, any public comment requested now? No public comment. All righty. Any, do we have to have a word from council? Nope. All right, we are adjourned.